Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight. And Michelle, it's a special day today. It is. It's your birthday. It is. It is my birthday. So we're having a birthday recording of Rope Drop on Deck. That should make this extra special, like the dessert they bring you for your birthday on board. Oh, yeah. Those are super special. At least they say happy birthday. Yeah, we happy anniversary. Yes, and then they usually sing a song and hit random things together, and they think they've conquered world peace by doing that. Yeah, dessert's not amazing, but they are recognizing you, so. Yeah, the regular desserts you can get are usually much better than the special birthday desserts, aren't they? Yeah. All right, so that is the welcome for the show, and we are going to move on to our Apple Podcast review. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. And thank you to everybody that's been leaving reviews. If you haven't yet, go over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, click the five stars. You don't even have to write anything. Just click the five stars. All right, here it is. A fun listen. Five stars by It's Sean 98 All right. I am a big RDR fan, and I went on my first Disney cruise on The Wonder in December and just booked for The Magic this September. Doug and Michelle are a lot of fun to listen to, and I'm so excited to use some of their tips to make for a smoother trip. Keep up the great work. That's a great review, huh? Yeah, thanks, Sean. All right. And moving on to the word of the day. Today's nautical term is funnel. So a funnel is a smokestack or chimney on a ship used to expel boiler steam and smoke or engine exhaust. They are commonly referred to as stacks. So just like the smokestacks, huh? Yep. All right. So when I think of a funnel, I think of like something I used to put gas in something or like in a kitchen use funnels. That's not it? No. Nope. Nope. Most of the modern cruise ships are only built with one funnel. Disney has two, but one is usually fake. A fake funnel? How dare they? We actually know someone that just spent a few days in a funnel. It's a fascinating thing. On the Disney ship, they put a whole stateroom in a funnel. On the Disney Wish. The Disney Wish has a funnel suite. the Disney suite. Magic, you go into the fake funnel when you are going down the Aqua Dunk, right? Yes, the Aqua Dunk, which you love. I do not. It's her favorite slide. It is not. It actually is mine. So, all right, moving on to the, the cruising news brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. Go over to BackToTheMouse.com to find all your latest Disney Cruise Line Pictures of staterooms, menus, the least expensive cruise per night article post. How often does that come out, Michelle? Once a month. All right. that's Usually a, at the beginning of the month. It's a fascinating read, really. All right. On to the news. couple little items. Nothing as exciting as Fangate this, this week. We don't have any updates on what size a fan is small by Norwegian Cruise Line yet. But here we are. The St. Lawrence River gears up for a busy 2023, so Canada was closed a long time for cruising, correct? Yep. Yeah. So it hurt Vancouver, and then the St. Lawrence River is the other big area, and that can take you to such places as Montreal. There's nine different cruise ports along the river. This year, they're expecting 43 different cruise ships to make it along the river, and they will welcome... 4,600,000 passengers, where last year they only had 266,000 passengers. It's 460,000. What did I say? 
400 and 600,000 passengers. Well, 400 and 600 equals a baker's dozen. Sure. <laughs> so they're going to have a lot more passengers this year. So they uh, had a goal to reach pre-pandemic traffic by 2025, but they are going to achieve that goal this summer. So if you're looking to go to Montreal, there you go. The St. Lawrence River. Michelle, is that one you've ever thought about booking for us? I don't think so yet. Maybe when the kids are all gone and grown, maybe. In, okay. In the fall to see the foliage. The foliage. It's all about the foliage. Go and look at dying leaves. It's pretty. But they're dying. It's death. Death. It's actually death. not. It actually is better for us. We're out of allergies. They're not That's growing. That's true. Yeah. Dead. Okay. Anywho, moving on. Royal Caribbean considers rum key for possible Bahamas expansion. Since this is a Royal Caribbean story, I should probably call it Rum K. I think so. Oh, okay. So Royal Caribbean is exploring the possibility of expanding its presence in the Bahamas with Rum Key. And Rum Key is an island that already has some population on it, some infrastructure on it. So this would not be a private island like we see with uh, Perfect Day at Coco K. This is located 345 miles southeast of Nassau. So it's a lot further south in the Bahamas, which I think would have a great impact for weather purposes. Um, you know, in November, December, January, it can be pretty chilly on the current private island. So this would be a lot different kind of environment. 300 miles is a pretty, pretty hefty amount, right? Yeah, it would be much warmer, I would assume. So there's talks about a, a plot of land that they've been associated with. That's a thousand acres which is a lot of land. And so right now it looks like Royal Caribbean is really trying to ramp up what they offer with their beach club in Nassau and maybe adding another private destination. And they're doing some work in Freeport with a beach club there and work in the harbor. So um, with multiple Icon-class ships coming, this makes sense, don't you think? Um, yes, I Coco is way overcrowded. It would be really great to alleviate a little bit or have more ships go to a private place. Right. And one reason this is ideal for this sort of scenario, it has deep water right up towards the land to where they could build a pier easily. That's uh, kind of what the article says. And this land has been under dispute um, contract-wise for a while. And the press had said something about how it's the it's all taken care of now and they don't know who's actually purchasing it. So maybe it's already a done deal. Maybe it's not. But if they did purchase this, I would imagine we're probably two years out from a ship headed to Rum Key, which they'll call K. Probably. Because Royal has to. I don't not know how do you that. perfect day at Rum K. Well. Maybe it'd be a perfect drinking day at Rum K. I don't know. A beach day on Rum K. I don't know. Anyway, there's your news. Wrapping up the cruise industry news. So on to our topic for today. Five mistakes we won't do again. Now I will stay off the bat here. Michelle and I are not in agreement on five mistakes that we won't do again because she doesn't think she's ever made mistakes on cruising, correct? I don't make mistakes. She doesn't make mistakes. So these are mostly my mistakes. 
Would you agree with that statement? Yes, because you plan parts of these. these you did, these, Some of these are your fails. That's why you shouldn't let me plan anything. I don't have time to plan my own cruises. That's true. She's too busy planning other people's cruises. All right, so number one, getting off the ship without a definite good plan, like we did in New York City, correct? I mean, sure. <laughs> that was, it was adventurous. Yeah, we're still alive, so we can tell the tale. But, uh, so cabs in New York City really don't like families of five, and it takes a while to get a cab that does a family of five. It took us forever to get from the airport to the hotel when we landed, and that was our plan for after the cruise, was to just get a cab and go to the airport, right? Um, we got off, and we're used to Disney having things fairly organized, or even royal or celebrity, pretty organized port experience. In New York City, you're just like, poof, out on the streets of Manhattan. Though, that was weird, right? Yeah, it was not cruise-like at all. It was yeah. just like, here you go, you're because, in the city. like, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Port Canaveral, um, Vancouver. Yeah. They're all more, I mean, it feels more industrial it's anyway. Con- it feels controlled. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're here is chaos. So there's one, like, cab stand across the street. So you had everybody, like, froggering across the street over the cab stand and then the line was a mile long and some dude saw we were a family of five and came up to us said five and cab and i said airport and he said follow follow him and we went a block and a half got into a questionable van and uh took that to the airport and on the way there we learned he only needed he only would take cash right good thing we had cash like I guess he would have waited at the airport for us to go probably to the ATM. Would have taken us to an ATM. That yeah. would have been all kinds of fun. Or his friend in a back alley. One of the two. Mm. He so, was nice, I guess. He was, but not legal. No way that was no. legal. But we we were just ready to get out of that chaos. Yeah, and like Uber at that time was really hard to get anything for five people with luggage. So we would have been doing two Ubers. And the van guy just kind of grabbed us. He didn't physically grab us, but like got our attention and off we went. It was fast. And it was a longer, in my opinion, longer way to the airport because it was, we were flying out of Newark, right? Yeah, Newark. No airport is really close to that cruise port. No, but we had flown into LaGuardia. Yeah, on our way there. So, which was just as far, but the other direction, really, I think. I don't know what airport's the closest to that cruise port. JFK might be the closest, but we didn't utilize Anything, JFK. Anything, you're going to have traffic. So. Yeah, it's New York City. So, yeah, that was a thing. I wish we had just booked a car, but in advance, I'm looking at the prices of how much a private vehicle costs, and I was like, that's insane. We know why now. We should have just done it. So make sure you have a definite plan for when you get off. I don't want to make that mistake again. Seem like a good mistake. Like get off the cruise ship to leave. To leave. To getting from cruise ship to hotel, cruise ship to airport. Have a plan. Don't just like wander off the ship and think you're going to get picked up by a weird dude in a van. Because that's not advice. We're not advising that. All right. Number two. This is also one Doug did. I don't know if you've ever made this mistake, Michelle. Have you? No. What? I study deck plans (sighs) for clients every day. so... So here it is. Not studying the deck plan ahead of the trip. So you're going on a three-night cruise on a new ship. You're lost for the first three nights. That's a problem. So I did this with the Wish. I did this with Edge. Like The crazy thing is I knew the names of all the restaurants and the bars and the like 
activity hubs, though. But I just didn't know where they were. Well, the biggest issue, I think, and you're going to have this even if you study it, is that it's never going to feel like the same until you're on it. So, I mean, you're, you're always going to have an unfamiliarity, especially with a large ship for a three-night cruise. So. so, it's important. Get a deck plan. Study it. Also, ships get refurbed, so make sure you're studying a new deck plan. That would be bad, studying an old one. Royal Caribbean, I swear, they redo their, their like, deck plan with, like, rooms and stuff. Not necessarily restaurants, but, like, every, like, 18 months, I swear. So if you go to look one up on their website or someone else's website, make sure you have the right. Something current? Current for your sale date. So they may have already put one out that's new, but you're currently on an old one. So, yeah, it's Royal Caribbean. Yeah, okay. I I studied the heck out of the freedom of the seas before we went. And so, there was like we were like the only ones on it, so that one didn't really. There was what, 800 people on the freedom of the seas, 900 people. It was like empty. It was amazing. So, all right, there you go. Number 2, not studying the deck plan ahead of time. It's not that hard a thing. I was just lazy. I mean, download a PDF on your phone. Look at it on a plane. All right. Here we go. Getting off the ship at a um, destination with zero plan. So we've done this a few times. We just get off and walk around, and we usually regret it, don't we? We've... Yeah, yeah. It's just we don't really have any memories from those ports. Right. It's like they didn't exist. So two examples. We've done this really poorly twice. I think uh, Grand Cayman, the first time we went there. And then can. So in France, we knew we'd be tired from like a week and a half of touring Europe and taking trains every which way. But we thought a day, you know, kind of take it easy. Also, both of these where we didn't really have a plan, Michelle, you know what they had in, te- in common? Tenders. Yes. That was a mistake too. Yes. Yeah. So booking stuff through the cruise line on a tender day, I think, is important. So in can. We didn't grab a towel or take a towel with us when we got off. And then, you know, we're in camp. We went into the Mediterranean Sea and swam a little, and then we just kind of air-dried. We also thought, oh, it's it's on a beach. There's going to be, like, the typical beach shops that sell, you know, sunscreen, swimsuits, towels, sunglasses, all that stuff. No. No, there was not, was there? No, there was nothing. We looked and looked and looked, and there was nothing. Yeah. I was willing to buy anything. There was macaroons. I didn't get in the water because I didn't want to have to deal with having sandy feet or sandy anything and walking and walking and walking and walking back to the ship. It was a long, hot walk with not a cloud in the sky. I mean, yeah. We were also the most overdressed people on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our swimsuits were covering a lot of surface area compared to the everybody else in Cannes. And Grand Cayman... We just kind of got off. We walked. We uh, we were looking for an internet cafe or internet because it tells you what that was a while ago was. for that one. Yeah, because the ship didn't have you know good Wi-Fi. That we got ice cream and internet, pay. right? Didn't we get ice cream somewhere that had internet? Internet, yeah. 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 We should have should have planned better. I we will be going back to Grand Cayman this summer. We have plans this summer to do a snorkel adventure because michelle loves snorkeling i don't she loves it folks you can't see the joy in her eyes right now all right so this next one is 
annoying to lots of people, lots of places. Uh, booking an excursion that is long and doesn't feed you. Like, the descriptions of the excursions can get lengthy, and sometimes you don't notice, like, that, oh, it's a seven-hour excursion, yet there's no lunch involved. That's frustrating, right? And there's nowhere to buy it either because... They have you, like, hostage. Right. Captive. How about that word? I don't know. Neither word's Mika good. Knows. Oh, we... my gosh. We starved. Yeah. I mean, we were on an island with not even, like, toilets. No. Yeah, so how would, even how go would they the have food? You had to get back on the ferry boat. Like, I guess there was food on the ferry you could There was bought, food on the ferry. Most people were throwing up. So <laughs> so the thought of throw up and food at the same time was not a good combination. So. No. The bathrooms were occupied by people, I think, throwing up. It's like there's a side of a ship. Although I wouldn't want to lean over the side of the ship for the fear of being over the side of that ship. Because it was, it was what you say, rolly. Um, our first time in Cancun, not Cancun, um, Cozumel, that was a long one. And then they gave us lunch at like three o'clock in the afternoon. But they fed us. They fed us because I remember reading the, you know, the thing and it said, you got lunch. We were so hungry by the time they the fed us. The kids were little. It was not a good day. Oh my gosh. They were so whiny and crabby and I was too. I'm not going to lie. Michelle had a lot on her plate there dealing with the four of us. Yes. So pack a, a, a snack, a legal snack, you know, like this is where bringing some granola bars or something from home to have in your bag. In as case long of as emergency. they're sealed and sealed, not opened. Right. It has to be sealed for going through customs. Yeah. And making sure you eat breakfast before you go. Also, make sure you go to the bathroom before you get off the ship, too. Because... And I would also, I mean, as expensive as it is, DCL water or Royal Caribbean water before you get off the ship or Norwegian celebrity Celebrity. there's all the ones we talk about i would just buy one or two right and have it in your day bag because it's you just never know when you might need water and lots of those excursions are hot so it's the caribbean yeah and sometimes they feed you water or they give you water that doesn't quite look like maybe it's purified or anything yeah the drinking the bottle water is pretty smart unless your stomach is like a lead iron thing yeah but yeah take some water also, it's good to know like how late the buffet is open so that when you get back, you can hit that right away. We struggled with that in the Mediterranean, didn't we? Yeah, especially like Mykonos. We hustled back. We didn't even do much. We shopped you at bought like a one hat. store. That was it. And it flew off my head. Great pictures, though. We hustled back, and it didn't help us because when we got on, the buffet was closed. So, yes, we could have pizza or hamburgers, right? Mm-hmm. But we couldn't have like real food with you know fruit and things yeah that is true it was and you say hustle back but they dropped us off that ferry we had to walk all the way around the harbor and then we had to get on a bus to ride the bus back to the ship they they knew how to get your money they wanted you to shop and eat we were having none of it at that point we were hot tired it was a million degrees so so yeah we've had that experience i think in saint john saint thomas sorry we had a, we were hungry at the end of that. That was supposed to be just a half day, but I don't think we got back on the ship until like one thirty. And so once again, we had little crabby children wanting to eat, and uh, like it would have been great if we had planned to have like a little snack about ten thirty out of the old backpack, because that's the only way we would have survived. So 
There you go. All right. The next one is more a Doug thing, not a Mel- Michelle thing, right? Yeah. Totally. I don't want to stay on the aft of the ship again because um, I'm kind of a wiener, and it woke me up once, like when uh, we were docking, the vibrations. To be clear, we were at the very, very, oh. very back aft of the ship. And we had the flag on yes, our balcony. The flag. So it was the flag room. So you can be aft and have... We've stayed aft many times. Yeah. But never like the absolute aft cabin on the ship. There is nothing... You could look down. There is nothing further back. You looked up. Nothing above you, which was kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool, but the the hangers and it was so loud. Everything just kind of clank, 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 like the whole night. It was more like clank, 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 clank. Yeah, and I didn't do a very good job of prepping the closet or anything like that before we went to bed. Because on rough seas, I've gotten good at what to do with the hangers and stuff in the closet. And since it wasn't rough, you know, it was just literally a stocking. It was noisy. Yeah. And it was a long walk to everything, and I'm lazy. But it had a really good big deck. Big deck, lots of room for activities. There's a lots of positives to it though. Um, it's just a personal preference. Lots of people. There's people that, when bookings open, these are some of the first rooms to disappear, aren't they? Yeah, sometimes on some of the ships. Because they have the big decks. They got big decks. Yeah, but eh. 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 Michelle doesn't care about the big deck. Some no. people love them, especially if you're cruising with others. Have a whole party out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's our five mistakes. Well, Doug's five mistakes that he doesn't plan on making again. Michelle, do you have any other thoughts or honorable mentions? I would say don't, if you can help it, don't book the room across from the laundry room. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really have a say on that because it was a, we had a malfunction with our original room. So it's where they put us that was a balcony and I took it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it it was kind of fun, but... I mean... We got to hear the gossip. And I really did actually... That's how I got laundry done in the middle of the night. I would set my alarm for like 4 a.m. and then go and do laundry because I could literally look and see that no one was there. I didn't have to lug my laundry up there and then see that no one was there. So, Also, if you're using a laundry room, don't stand in the doorway of said laundry room and have a conversation at full volume about your life story. Yeah. Because the children sleeping across the hall can hear it. Um, what about doing a um, mixology class on the same day as Paulo within a couple hours? <laughs> yeah. I would, I would say that's probably a... I mean, you want something in your stomach, obviously, right? Because you're going to be drinking a lot, but... So we did Paulo, then we did the mixology class, and then we attempted to go to dinner, right? Yeah, but that was the only dinner I've ever missed in my life. Like, you main, went main dining. And then left. I left halfway through because I was thought I was going to be sick because I was just stuffed. It was too much alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Mixology classes. Plan ahead. Be smart. Don't be like Doug. Um, one other thing I thought of was um, don't settle for something if you don't like it in the main dining room. So say you get it, you try it, and it's just absolutely you. It's not your thing that you thought it was. Definitely talk to your waiter. You know, they'll take it away from you and bring you something new. So That's a really good one. Yeah. So don't – I mean, I'm a big complainer. Like, I – Internal, you are internal not. complainer. Okay. You complain later to me. And I internalize things, and it just it would ruin my night. I did once, you know, when I ordered something, I just absolutely ended up didn't liking. So. And then you were grumpy at me. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Nah, Don't let it do that. Yeah. So just. 
Just be honest. Yeah, and they're willing to get you anything. So. Yeah, I don't know how many times Samantha has asked for something from a different dining room. Like, she's just straight up like, yes, I see you gave me a dessert menu. However, I'm going to have this from last night. And they're like, okay. Yeah. She's really good at that. She never settles, does she? No. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. That's way better than the aft thing because that's just a personal preference. But yeah, if yeah. you're like a few bites in, I mean, it's great to try different things on a cruise for this reason because you can a few bites in be like, you know what? This is not my thing. Can I try something different? Or this is not what I thought it would be. Let's try this. Claire ate tofu on the last cruise. Didn't see that coming. Nope. No, not at all. One last one. Oh, good. Make sure you read what's required of you to get on the ship. What do you mean, read? Well, I have to read? Well. I'm on vacation. We once booked a virgin cruise. Oh, that is a regret. We won't make this mistake again. And this Carry travel on. agent just assumed that every you could board, you know, with a birth certificate and be okay. Or but, passport, you know. Or passport. But um, little did I know my passport expired two months or no actually it was, it was like just, it was five just, and a half months yeah it was very close to the six month window that virgin makes your makes you or re, requires you to have to board the ship um and i mean i tried to trick the uh, you know the online check-in and everything we were paid in full yeah yeah luckily luckily we were it was during covid right and i did get a refund early on in the covid yeah, i did get a refund not not that early because it didn't well the covid early. restart sure um, so I, we did get a refund for everything, you know, that we had booked. It was a travel agent rate, so we were just actually paying taxes and fees. So not a huge deal, but I mean, I, I think I learned my lesson. They're, as far as I know, they're the only cruise ship from the U.S. on a closed loop cruise from U.S. soil that you do, you have to have a passport and it has to be valid for six months. Yeah, that's crazy, first mm -hmm. of all. Let's, let's think about that. It's not like you're going to Europe. That's no. like a requirement and when they you don't travel budge. abroad. They like, do not budge. So. No, we learned that. You, I think you fake cried on the film. I didn't, know. No, you didn't it care that much about this. I didn't care, this. no. The more we had heard about yeah. Virgin before that, we, I think the less you cared. Or ups, we ended up going to Disney World instead. I mean, Virgin's great for some people. I We realized it probably wasn't for us anyway. But um, eventually I want to go on it. It's just yeah. not a priority right now because we're limited time with, with our kids and yeah. with jobs and work so someday we'll get there yeah. someday so that's a your honorable mention list is better than the list i made michelle well what can i say yeah what can you say all right well i think that wraps it up for rope drop on deck this week we have learned michelle is better at making a list of things than doug is so uh, thank you so much for the... Oh, wait. I think she has something else. Oh, I just want to say thank you to Carrie again because uh, she gave us this list again. or This, this topic? This topic. So, um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I had to try really hard to come up with five things that I thought were mistakes because I'm perfect as well. Oh, that's... Nope. Yeah. Okay. We should end this before it gets... All right. Let's wrap this up. So, go find us on social media. We are at Rope Drop on Deck on all of the things except... TikTok. Not on the TikTok. So for Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on Deck.